0: You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. 3, 2, one. Lift off will start in T-minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets.
1: What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts, this is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. And this is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the
0: 1995 NBA champion, Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what
2: up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Vaughn Wafer. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio
0: voice of the Houston Rockets. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition.
2: This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to the Summit State of Mind.
3: What is going on everyone, you are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of dream shakes and step backs and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner Kenny, and of course with me as always to my right, far right, is my brother, my tag team partner, my my road warrior hawk, the GM, Justin. Hey, uh, tell the people, we're not in our usual studio setup. Tell the people where we're at right now.
1: No, We are here
3: at Buff Brew.
1: So shout out to everyone here that is listening to us to hang out and watch some Astros while we talk about some rockets. You know, it all is intertwined,
3: correct? It's a little different. We're, t- <laughs> like we're watching Astros and we're talking about rockets, so it's, it's definitely a little different. But it's a very special episode because we have a very special guest right here to the right or to the left of you. And uh, I just want to give him a proper intro. He is the radio voice for your Houston Rockets on Sports Talk Seven Ninety, as well as the host for uh, for the Matt Thomas Show on Sports Talk Seven Ninety, as well. The one, the only, the incomparable Matt
2: Thomas back at the summit. Matt, how you doing? Oh, we are in the summit. I have are you hawk and you animal. Which one is it? Vice versa. I'm an animal. He
1: is the animal. I yeah, am the he's hawk. hawk. So know. what are you?
2: Paul Ellering, of course. Oh, Paul, oh, there wow. I'll let you do all the fighting, and then I'll just come go. and throw there you, you guys a. Uh, a magic glove or something, you can hit the opponents.
1: You'll be healing it up for us, you know, outside the ring. I think 90% you
2: of your audience has no idea what the hell we're talking about. Nope,
1: nope,
3: and it's okay. I'll still do a doomsday device, I don't care. Good, <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it. How you doing today, Matt?
2: I'm good, this rain is uh, good for my yard, but a horrific drive-in from what I like to call South Nacogdoches, a.k.a. Kingwood. But this place is really cool. Yeah, it was your oh. first time here. First time. My friend, and I'll drop a, a name drop. Alex Bregman <laughs> swears by this place.
3: Oh, so oh. I, I, I knew about this
2: a long time ago. He he loves this place.
3: Oh, Alex Bregman, shout friend out of, to
2: friend of Apollo Media
3: yeah <laughs> alex bregman so okay that's cool that's what's up so we're, you know we're just happy to get you on and get your get you here so look who's trying to call me right now Who's trying to call you
2: mark berman from 26 oh
3: my goodness, mark berman, berman, what has to he, to make, berman. he has what is
2: to try to make
1: a little cameo in our podcast yeah how dare he he's
2: probably just i sent him some audio he's just trying to thank me i guess I
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow live live at the show you gotta love this that's type right. of stuff. well matt last time we spoke was like late april so right. You are, you experienced a full off season. You know, you got your full off season. You had Matt Thomas show. No breaks on the Matt Thomas show whatsoever. But full off season for the Rockets. uh, What you been up to? You know, you had your full off season. It's been four months roughly. What you been up to?
2: I wish I was not nearly as busy as Craig Ackerman. Craig's last broadcast was, what was the last game? Toronto? I think that was a home game. It was against the Hawks. Against against the the Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. He hasn't worked since. (laughs) He told us he hung out for like 20 minutes at the NBA draft party and has done nothing since. My uh, play-by-play broadcast partner for the Spanish side, Adrian Chavarria, he's worked less than Craig. They are (laughs) two of the laziest bums you will ever meet. I mean, I I try to get Craig out, too. He won't do it. He he can't use the I'm busy card. There's no possible (laughs) chance he could say I'm busy because he's not. So either he's lazy or he makes a lot more money doing the broadcast than i do because i have to have my other job at 790 to make ends of me now granted he's got two grown children i've got two grown children and one in, the, in middle school or in high school now so my expenses are like five times what his is yeah. but he's still let's not forget <laughs> he's still incredibly lazy
3: <laughs> i tried to get i told him matt, i told him i said hey matt thomas is coming on our show craig you gotta come through and uh he told me he was out of town so, <laughs> Matt's like I'm <laughs> gone.
2: <laughs> the only time I ever go out of town is for my daughter's volleyball tournaments. Yes, that's it, and, and I do go to Lake Charles. That's about it.
3: That's of course, of course. That, I gotta, that's
2: my excitement level, and then hanging out with you guys here.
3: Wow, I feel touched. I am touched. I, I, I feel quite honored. But there you, you know. did, you did hang out with. Speaking of Craig, you did do something with Craig. Was it maybe a month, a month and a half ago, you took a certain road trip to see a certain player in the Big Oh, yeah, yeah, we did do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that.
2: I forgot one other thing I did. I did go back to LA to record more for NBA 2K. Yes. Oh,
3: you spoke about that. So So I did
2: record for four or five days in Los Angeles. Uh huh. Uh,
1: Yes. Shout little, out to Ronnie 2K. Little, little, little <laughs>
2: than I know, I signed a four-year contract with NBA 2K. Wow, no way. look at you. So wait, Because they're like, yeah. we want you back. And I'm like, oh, so what's the pay? And they go, well, the pay is in your contract. And I went by my contract. I'm like, I'm signed through 2025. I'm like, I am? <laughs> Which is
3: fine. So wait, you're telling me Matt Thomas is not, is going to be voicing himself in 2K up till NBA 2K26? Well, they, they moved I don't know. They could, all,
2: they could all change their mind. So what okay. I did... Now, Jonathan uh, Sanford, who's the now the PA announcer, he went back for nine days wow, because wow. he had never done it before. Uh-huh. So he did all the legwork that I did last year and then did the mm-hmm. extra stuff that I did this year. This year, yeah. I did a lot of retro stuff. I did a lot of Seattle Supersonics. No way. I did a wow. lot of old Charlotte Hornets. I love it. Love it. I did some old New Orleans Hornets stuff. Now, okay. I added a few names. Like, I've also added... Names that were going to be drafted this year, yes, and uh, names that were going to be drafted for the next two or three years.
0: Whoa! Oh,
3: okay,
1: so we can hear you maybe announce a uh, so certain can't, player. On the no, form. no, say say say
3: Wembenyama.
2: There's no chance. Future <laughs> <laughs> <Teacher, teacher, I, laughs> future. I technically can't say them, but the one name that I did say that I immediately knew who I was there for was a certain star player's son's name. If you know oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know exactly. So once the game comes out, I can freely speak about everything. But course, until Shay. the game doesn't he come Shay. out for a couple more weeks or whatever it is, so I'll be able to speak more to that. But that was a lot of fun. Did that, and then Craig and I, uh, as soon as I got back from Indianapolis, where my daughter played in her volleyball national championships, I said, Craig, Ryan's playing big three, and I wasn't going to go to Chicago because uh, I mean I'm not going to spend that much money on the guy. But uh, <laughs> of course. But <laughs> we did get in the car and we drove to Dallas. And we went to uh, Plano, or uh, Frisco, Yes, Frisco. and uh, we went and watched him play, which was great to see him in uniform, to see him warm up. <laughs> he got two fouls in the first couple of minutes of the game, and Lisa Leslie didn't play him after that. I heard yes. about so that. So we drove all the way up there to watch him get two fouls, no points, and three minutes. Nope. So needless yeah. to say... We hate Lisa Leslie. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) All I heard was that was an all-star stat line. Big three. Yes, you heard it right. (laughs) So then
2: we went and had, he, uh, Ryan's family food item is, uh, stir fry. So we went to a Benihana type place after. Mm -hmm. I don't think Craig had ever been. No way. Ryan and I have had dinner twice this summer. One when I was in LA doing 2K Mm -hmm. Uh and one in in Dallas and it's been stir fry. And he's like, we're going to eat stir fry once a trip. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's not cheap, but he's like, I don't care. And Ryan, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and expose him now. Ryan goes full board. He gets the double entree, oh, which is like the t- the shrimp or the fish yeah, or you, double shrimp, all the fixes, yes. all, all the fixes. But then he'll get double salads, which the salad is good, but this is kind of getting in the way. <laughs> double <laughs> soups, and then he orders dessert on top of it. He is seven feet tall. I have, I've, I mean, he could out eat a sumo wrestler. The man just <laughs> cannot stop eating, and he's still thin as all get out. So I respect that too.
3: Well, what did you order?
2: Regular, like a normal human <laughs> being. <laughs> <laughs> because if you go, if okay. you go to a, a stir fry, you get the salad, you get the soup, you get the vegetables. Yes. You yes. get your aunt main course. You get rice which by the way he he got the yeah. stir fried rice which costs extra because you threw the egg and all that stuff and i just like of course. i'll just take the regular old rice <laughs> i mean my bill was like maybe forty dollars his was like 75 and he didn't bat an eye to it
3: wait was this was this right after the game
2: right after the game so
3: there's no excuse you can't just be like bro you like you had a great like you paid 30 minutes da 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 like
2: no there's <laughs> and, and we had to wait an hour for him to get all massaged up because he had worked out so hard i'm like mis- <laughs> worked out <laughs> hard you played three minutes <laughs> and then yeah, because we're treatment. kind souls uh i took him to the airport so i saved him an uber drive mm-hmm. i mean really? at least he could always pick up my tab my meal right yeah because the mover from frisco to dfw which is the airport out near fort worth
1: that ain't cheap nope it's yeah true. no it's, it's not cheap at all that's a,
2: i gotta thank you like the
1: distance I've absolutely
2: been to yeah, yeah. Yes. we got like something. it was love field in downtown i mean i you know well, that's Hi, okay. Ryan, what's up?
3: Yeah, it's OK. Hey, we, we still love you. Ryan. That's <laughs> right, that's awesome. That's right. Uh, so, Matt, that's awesome to hear. Like, you know, you got to do some stuff during the offseason. That's great. Speaking of the off season, let's go ahead and backtrack back to June, because the Houston Rockets, you know, they made some draft selections, three draft picks, three pretty huge draft picks. They drafted Jabari Smith, Jr., Tari Eason and Ty Ty Washington. Um, have you been able to. Have you met them? Have you met them at all? And if so, you know, uh, what was your overall impressions of them in their play, especially in the summer league?
2: They have very informal workouts during the summer, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. Yes. During my show. So the answer is no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I did watch the summer league. Now, I take nothing away from the summer league. Of course. And your audience, please don't take anything away from the summer league.
1: Rockets Twitter overreacting. Don't you know, overreact. Don't nothing. Overreact. Like it. Don't, nothing like don't it.
2: become Astros Twitter when it comes to Rockets on <laughs> Summer League. I mean, we love Astros Twitter, but they're an emotional bunch. They really are. What's well, so those Rockets Twitter? They're pretty much. Oh, pretty Rockets well. Twitter. Rockets Twitter. We we've had this conversation before on my show all the time. Which is the most bat blank crazy Twitter? <laughs> Astros Twitter wins. Okay. rockets twitter is not far behind because what you do is you'll see somebody play for a few minutes yep, yep. and then you'll think they're an all-star <laughs> it sounds little, about right it sounds about yeah, right, like, I, right. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of bruno fernando should get starters minutes <laughs> <laughs> no, no. can we not and i love bruno Fernando. Yeah. i do
1: can we not i don't know how many times but, i've seen Start DeSha Nix or Ty like, so Washington over so Kevin Porter so Jr. So how did you
3: feel when? Kel- <laughs> well, let's backtrack. How would you feel when Kelvin Cato had the had the preseason of a lifetime? T-
0: Rockets Twitter would have loved it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant
2: move by Carol Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> Should have added an additional year to
3: contract.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. So let me tell you something. Yeah. I do love Twitter uh, because an inter- I have an interaction with the people that listen to the games, listen to my show. So of course. I do this all in teasing, but. It's an emotional group of people. And yeah, again, it's true, it's when true. you are Astro Fan for Life or Rockets Till I Die, you don't have to put your name on anything. And you just no. have to be careful not to go crazy. Of and course. I think exactly. Twitter, because it's 180 characters and it's so emotional, and as soon as you hit send, it's, it out, there. it's out there. Unless you hit delete, but then somebody else screen capture it. There so. you go.
1: We've seen that many times. Oh, it's times. out there. It's out many there.
2: Times. Once it hits send, it's out there, no matter yeah. what. So I, you know, it's... The thing about uh, I will tell you, I have a very good friend of mine who his name or name nameless. His name is Wade. Of course, <laughs> and he is like Jabari Smith. Oh my God, horrible pick! The Rockets are going to regret it. And I said, I'm going to block you on my phone. <laughs> you know, I'm like Jabari Smith's number one fan, so I don't I don't want to hear that. Uh, I, I mean, a big fan I, of again. The only reason you watch them a summer league game is to see them running up and down with your team's uniform on. And just just pray they don't get hurt. Very true. Other than that, it's like watching the Texans preseason game. Yes. Texans Twitter lost their damn mind Friday night. Tell the people. When uh, the touchdown, now, Nico Collins makes a great grab. Yeah, it was a great grab. But it was also against, I mean, practice squad Rams secondary. (laughs) So let's chill out a little bit here. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. It's just. It's a showcase. It's just. Deep relax. Take a deep breath, guys. Yeah. It's okay. So. Uh, well, that's noisy. Uh, I know, so, it's all, so all I was saying is, is that I enjoyed it. It was good senior uniforms. All I'm telling you is I've talked to Stephen Silas. He was in the studio with me a couple of weeks ago. Raves about the guys, loves their work ethic. And, boys, even if they're not fantastic, let's give them a season to breathe. Let's give these guys two to three seasons. That's mm-hmm. why when Jalen Green struggled in the middle of the year, it's very normal for guys to a special that have only played, say, 30 or 35 games against real competition to struggle because the NBA is a step up in caliber. And oh, by the way, you're playing four games in six nights.
3: Exactly.
1: It's true. I mean, there's nothing more that you have to breed than patience. There's so much youth on this team and you're very correct. So, I mean, what I want to say to people is bring those expectations down just a tad bit. If Jabari Smith Jr., obviously he did struggle during the summer league. He was feeling a little pressed. And during the regular season, if that does occur, then let's not overreact, guys, because there was a lot of discourse on Twitter about who people wanted, particularly with that third pick. And
2: well, who are you guys hearing? Sorry? Who do they want? I mean, it, I will wait, not when name Holmgren wins.
1: They will not name any names. I will not. Oh, no. I don't, I don't want to get into
3: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, if there's anything about this past draft, there were three names atop yep. the board. I yep. wanted Jabari. Exactly. I personally, I wanted Jabari. And Jabari was the number one pick at about 9 o'clock in the morning, right? Yes, exactly. So, you know. We all had our preferences. Jabari I, I liked have... Pottle because, I got to be honest with you guys, I watch more Duke basketball than the other two teams because Touche. my wife is a huge Duke fan, so uh-huh. we DVR Duke games. Okay. So I had a much better frame of reference of Carroll than I did about Chet Hol- Holmgren. Ah, fair I enough. I did watch Holmgren against Duke. Uh-huh. It was a great game, but it was also early November, yes. non conference season. Mm-hmm. Didn't see a full slate. There were things about him that are very intriguing. I did talk to a lot of people on the NBA. I said, What is so special about a seven foot one guy that weighs 180 pounds? And they're saying, <laughs> Because if he gets to 200, he's going to be the best outside shooter rim protector you'll find in the NBA. And I'm like, You put those two things together? And they said, Yeah, you can. The thing about Holmgren that's going to bother me is. Let's take a look at P.J. Tucker, Okay, 6'5", maybe 6'4", who knows. He's going to put his rear end of the basket to him. He's going to push him out of the way. Yep, and that's the one thing that bothered me about Holmgren. the thing that made me really nervous is, yeah, he might be able to block some shots just because of his size. Mm-hmm. He's going to knock some jumpers down. Yeah. But how many times is he going to be pushed aside in the low block? And that's the thing about, that scared me about him more than anything else.
3: Okay, well, what? so, in, yeah, in regards to Chet, that was my only thing. You know, the, the proverbial term that people like to use is the word unicorn. Because they think of him and his skill set, of the fact that he's seven foot one and he has the handle of a guard. That's the thought process there. But I do agree with you in terms of because he is one eighty soaking wet. All it takes is one person to push him out of the way. Someone like a PJ Tucker, someone that's a little has a little a little wider. I mean, look at how uh,
2: look at how great Giannis attacks the basket from the free throw line to the rim. Is there anybody that stops him? It's like no. one step. How does seven foot one one eighty get in the way of that?
1: Push him out of the way. He
2: might be on the perimeter, so Mm -hmm. it may be a moot conversation. But when you're that tall, and you're expected to be a a rim protector, you're going to be in the paint. Yep. And so, again, smart basketball coaches will figure out a way to make sure he uses his height to his advantage. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But if he's going to be a perimeter guy, you know, Luca's got height, but how often does Luca get down the low block? That's true. That's true. true. So
3: there's definitely stuff that you can work with there what's going on everyone it's the commissioner here want to let y'all know that we got merch that's right we got our first shirt available for the masses just for y'all for the city of houston one time to get us ready for the rocket season that's going to be coming here very very soon inspired by a very legendary wrestling tag team the legion of stops made their presence felt in the Summer League and are now ready to take their clamps on the rest of the NBA. Ready to take on Steph Curry, LeBron James, you name it. They're going to be ready to turn the clamps on and get the stop when they need it. The inspiration, Legion of Stops, which was actually acquired from a previous episode when we mentioned it. So if you actually can find that episode, I'm not going to say which one, you can see uh, when we set it and how it basically all came to fruition. So we're very excited about that. So check them out right now. They're at the Apollo Houston store on their online store. You can check them out. Apollo H-O-U dot store slash products slash Legion of Stops. That's right. I'll say it once again. Apollo H-O-U dot store slash products slash Legion dash of Stops dash stops and you can also check out our linked tree it's going to be the first link that pops up if you go through our instagram and our Twitter, you'll see it it'll pop up right there, so we are just very excited to get this shirt out to y'all, it's our very first of many uh, shirts that are going to be releasing throughout the incomingness of the season, and we can't wait to get this out to y'all we're so excited and we're so thankful Uh, we wouldn't be able to to do this if it wasn't for y'all, so we appreciate y'all's support, so uh, continue to support us by buying our first ever merch, be one of the first to get your hands on it, that's right, you can find them right now at the Apollo Houston store, Apollo H-O-U dot store slash products slash legion dash of dash stops and you can also find it once again on our link tree on our instagram and twitter account right there for you so we appreciate y'all and once again on the sign off go rockets overall though what what has been like what what do we expect to see from our number three overall pick our 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 tops pick to smith jr how do you think Silas is going to utilize him when he when when he comes up and starts playing.
2: Scoring will come as it did with Jalen. Mm-hmm. Boys, I'm going to tell you this over and over again. There was nothing that frustrated the Rockets as a team collectively during the season than the amount of points they gave up. Exactly, has exactly to it has to be number one. Eason, I think, already showed you glimpses of that during the mm-hmm. summer league. Again, Absolutely. don't take it for a grain of salt. I don't know about Ty Ty, frankly. He's going to be battling for the backup point guard position. Very true. Uh, but if Jabari can come in with the defensive intensity that he showed, how many balls did he just dive for in those meaningless spring uh, summer league games? That's right. Exactly. So if he brings that to the court aggressiveness, they've got to be better in scoring per hundred possessions. his, mm-hmm. you know these track meets they were getting into, especially in the first fifty games of the season, that can drive coaches crazy because if you can't defend. And you're turning the ball over as much as they were last year. You're giving them a lot of easy looks. You're giving them a lot of extra possessions. Yep, very And that true. was the Achilles heel for this Rockets basketball mm-hmm. team. That's why so many of those games last year that were six, eight points, and let's face it, most NBA games are in that range, you want to win half of those. Yep. Great teams win 75% of those. Yeah, that's true. If you want to be a developing team and you want to win and get to a better winning mark than you did last year, you've got to win some of those. The Rockets didn't win many of those at all. No. And that's the thing that I think – is the number one message is the shot will fall. His comfort zone will be found somewhere in the court. Mm-hmm. You can't turn off and on defense, and I think that's something that Scoot's going to learn more and more about. I think Jalen Green's got to learn more and more about. For that matter, Alperin Shingun. Alperin Shingun can give you quality defense if he stays on the floor. The big problem is foul trouble got him a lot last year. Yep, very true.
3: And typically, and that's how it is during for big men. You know, especially rookies, they tend to get into foul trouble very early. I I just want to see them play you know the defensive the defensive mindset is to not have turn it off obviously they're young most of these players are 19 20 21 years old Mm -hmm. so you would see a lot of these players in the way that they're playing you can see that like obviously when it's when it's tough for them they're gonna put their head down obviously and i saw so much of that last season i want to start seeing development we're like in year three of the rebuild now so it's like Mm -hmm. we need to start seeing that progression defensively because if you want to be a contender or at least a playoff a playoff team, you—it starts on defense. The offense is going to be there. We know what the offense is for the Rockets. Absolutely, they can score in bunches. We know yeah. what they can provide. Yeah, and with Kevin Porter Jr. and I just want to say also in regards to that, like people that are tripping out over Jabari, like in the summer league that in which they were playing, in, I'm like, yo, he's not playing with the—he's not playing with KPJ. He's not playing with Jalen Green. Once he gets comfortable playing in in these games, and it's not going to be games one through five, I I can only imagine Rockets Twitter losing their mind. If games one through five, Jabari Smith is averaging 8 to 10 points a game, 25% from three-point line. But is he rebounding? Def- yeah, but is the rebounding in defense still The way?
2: rebounding advantage last year, the Rockets were one of the worst teams, if not the worst, in rebounding in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm not trying to dumb it down for you. Talk to them. Silas is going to lose his mind if we continue to turn the ball over as badly as we did. Exactly. And they continue to lose the rebounding battle. Mm-hmm. Because here's the reality. If Alpi is going to be the five this year, they're going to be undersized. But if Javari Smith can get in there and not be afraid to go against some of those power forwards that he'll be going against and Alpi stays on the floor and, and spacing is better and hustle, you're going to have to get a, be a better rebounding basketball team, not Absolutely. just for the second chance opportunities, yep. but allowing second possessions for mm-hmm. opponents. There were stretches during the course of the year where you could see Memphis had four or five offensive rebounds in one stretch. Yes. The NBA is very unforgiving. You give teams third opportunity – that worst case, they're going to go to the free throw line and make some fouls, or I said the best case, the worst case is they're hitting a three-point shot. And that is momentum shifting, especially when you try to work on defense, but you don't Mm -hmm. fulfill it all the way. You play 22 of 24 good seconds. You don't box your guy out. You don't know where spacing is. You don't know where your fender is. And there are a lot of great rebounding guards in this NBA that how to slip their way to the lane. So it's not always about size. And it better not be with this squad because, again, there's not going to be a prototypical 7-1. I mean, there's no Rudy Gobert, basically. Yeah, There's no Nikola Jokic in the low block trying to to, to go against.
1: Exactly. I mean, the thing about you pretty much stamped every piece that needs to be pushed in terms of improvement with the Rockets. Considering that there is so much youth, last year— was a wonderful thing in terms of learning. If they can't look at what happened last year and look to improve all of those aspects of the team game, then there will be no improvement. But I can see it. They brought in a couple of wonderful guys that can guard probably the four through the two to maybe even the one with Jabari Antari. Like those guys together, I believe will help carry that defense. And with the effort that they showed during the summer league, it, it can only go up from there. I just see an improvement in terms of overall defense. We don't need them to be individually world stoppers. We just need team defense to be organized. Utilize your size. Kevin Porter Jr. is what, six You're a point guard. Utilize the size that you do have against your matchup. And every, as long as there's communication, like even the summer league, Kenny, didn't you hear, like they were, when, when we were playing in summer league, you could hear them through the mics of how much they were
3: communicating on the defensive end. Yeah, you can tell it's gonna change, absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. I can't wait to see what's gonna happen in terms of that. So let's, let's move forward though, Matt. You had a recent interview with Steven Silas. What, I, I was able to listen to it live. I was, uh, I, I found time, I found time. I, anytime I was during <laughs> my break, I was during my, I was on my break and then I got your tweet. And then you were like, send questions. I sent my question. It was not red oh. <laughs> I' I'm I'm just I'm just kidding,
2: but like they're all about the same anyway it's all yeah, the same yeah. kind of it's concerns. all the same questions yeah.
3: but so any interesting tidbits from that Steven sauces for any listeners that weren't able to catch the interview at all
2: um nothing like earth shattering he's not that kind of person he's of not gonna use a radio show or an interview to get a, a message across he just says the guys are working their ass off and uh that's not always the case. I mean, you know, as you guys know, Steven's been a longtime assistant. Yes. And it's sometimes very hard to get guys to come in for offseason workouts. That hasn't been the case. Uh, you've got a lot of gentlemen that are, have been accustomed to winning their entire life that went through more losses last year or in the last two years than they have during their time as going back to AAU, junior high, and high school. Yeah, that's true. So there's got to be a little bit of pissed off factor that we are tired of losing. Mm. I will say, I think the 22 and a half win total is probably used for motivation. Oh, yes, absolutely. Probably the same thing, the way in which the the young Texans are doing the same thing with them. Uh, So, uh, in terms of earth shattering things, not necessarily that, except for the fact that everybody knows it's a big year for Kevin Porter Jr. Absolutely, Yes. contract Uh, year. It's still one of the youngest teams in the NBA. Uh, you know, the John Wall factor is not in place, so it's about thinking about next year and how aggressive they'll be. I would say mm-hmm. this. I, I asked him if he was surprised if they didn't do much in the agency market. There just wasn't a whole lot to go out there for. Yeah. I think next year, we better gather up, get ready to look at the Roach bombs or the Shams bombs. <laughs> there you go. Because there's going to be a lot of money available to the Rockets yes. starting next year. You know, Jay Sean Tate got himself a new contract. He sure did. Well that deserved. Very him. well
1: deserved for Jay Sean Tate.
2: But that was really the only bit of sizzle the Astros or the Rockets even had during this off season. So all things considered, it's a lot of workouts. It's a lot of uh, film study. It's a lot of self-evaluation. And I just think they are tired of those games where it went down to a final possession, especially Mm -hmm. the last 25 games of the year. Of course. I felt like there were very few blowouts in the mix. Very true, yeah. And I also think, this is just me personally speaking, they've got to get off to a better start. You don't want all this hard work to start off with a 4-19 and 19 start or a 6-17 and exactly. 17 start. No, I, can't have that. I don't think realistically a lot of people think they're going to make the playoffs. But I also don't think they should be in a situation where they're sitting there on long losing streaks. And I can tell you, having been through two of them last year, it's tough. Imagine being trying to motivate a squad of young, successful players mm-hmm. that are trying to do it by themselves. That's why I think some of the bad habits of Jalen Green kind of stepped out in yes. the middle of the year last year because yep. he's trying to do too much of his own. When he settled back Realized it's a marathon, not a sprint. Got rid of that little hitch in his swing. Yes. Bigged a much more fluid shot. There you go. He was a better basketball player the second half of the year.
1: Absolutely. Shout out to John Lucas for that and assisting with that as well. You know, um, just in regards to all of that, I do understand the motivation factor. Like for these guys, these guys have garnered success throughout their whole life. And now is reaching the time of where they're getting that nice little sliver of humble pie. You know, and sometimes it's necessary in terms of growth, but... Oh, they need it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it you don't want to say that you're happy about it. Nobody wants to lose. But in terms of growth, not just in teamwork or winning, but as a human being, it, it applies to everything. So, I mean, in terms of what's going to happen for the 2022-2023 season, like, I believe that this team will make a leap, a decent leap at that. Uh, the win total may not reflect all of that. You know, there might be some simple mistakes that do occur at the end of games where it's just all a part of the process. But if we even get to like 28 to 32 wins, I would garner that as success, in my opinion.
3: Absolutely. Southwestern
1: I want more than that, but we got to be realistic. Yes, yes, of yes.
2: Course yes, yes. Of course we want more than that. I want to
3: be in the play-in, I want to buy for the play-in.
2: Yeah. I would love Look, that. Look, next year, the draft swap, the yeah. Nets... In future implosion is not going to hurt the Rockets under any circumstance. You guys mm-hmm. know that. Whenever yep. KD gets eventually traded, yep, um, absolutely, one more lottery, free agent money to spend. It's lining up, and that's the one thing that I watched when I was covering Astros baseball in the mid two thousands when or two thousand tens when Jeff knows This is a process. It's painful. It's going to line up, and when it does, yep, it has sustained sustained success. That's what I think Rafael Stone's trying to do it's just not right right now because still there are the power teams in this league golden state looks like they're not going to go away anywhere nope. phoenix still thirsting for a championship absolutely uh dallas got better minnesota got better denver's not to be said you know i think really the only teams that you probably think probably took a massive step back was san antonio and utah once they eventually get rid of Donovan yeah, Mitchell. that's right so i'm not worried about who they get the wins against i'm worried about what happens next year when they have free agency money? Yep. And when does Houston become a preferred destination like it was when James Harden was bringing all those guys here, say, seven or eight years ago?
3: You just want positive steps. You just want these trends to be start going in the right direction. And they need to start going in the right direction at some point. You don't want to be stuck in like a black hole of constant rebuild like other teams that I'm not going to name of. But you don't want to be a part of that and you want to be able to take those necessary steps forward i would love to make the plan next year but like you said we got to keep it realistic so we'll definitely see what happens there let's move on matt the schedule released a few days ago in hilarious fashion i was not priv- we were not privy to any of this it was uh it was an amazing video shout out to the uh, social media team that went ahead and put it out but look you're gonna be calling. I mean, all 82 games on the radio. What games Don't are forget you-
2: those four preseason games either. Oh, yeah, you're going to be calling yeah. them all. By the yeah. way, right. preseason yeah. games them all. are so fun. Each <laughs> roster has 20 players, <laughs> of which eight of you've never heard of before in your entire life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I was trying to say, to try to get you So to say-
2: <laughs> I use a Manila folder, uh-huh. and it's the legal size, uh-huh. and that gets me all of my 13 or 14. I put the guys that are I think are going to play up to the top, and then the seldom used players. My preseason board is a hot mess because I have to double book players on the rows, the last four or five rows, in hopes that they don't play. But if they do, I, at least I can put their name to it because I'm like trying to match uniform numbers. And they'll be guy. I mean, you know, it's even for the Rockets, the Rockets training camp roster. There'll be some guys on there that I've never heard of. Oh, before. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. So it's uh-huh. not just the Rockets you're trying to get, it's Indiana who. You only see twice a year Mm -hmm. you know i can do a lakers rockets game with my eyes closed golden state i know every player is of course indiana uh, you know miami probably isn't going to play a lot of their stars so it'll be a lot of secondary you know players that way plus the nba so much movement pj tucker went from houston milwaukee miami and now he is a philadelphia 76 mean the philadelphia rockets I mean, <laughs> it, it takes me probably a half hour just to rem- remember where the guy was last year. That's true. That's true. So that, that you had about. all that, yeah. Plus the preseason players that you don't know who they are, mm-hmm. and uh, they're much more. Those games are a much bigger challenge, but it also gives me an opportunity to get some reps in after not having called any games since. Well, I was going to say
3: you're, you're experiencing your preseason as well. You got to get your reps in. And speaking, of, you know, speaking of which, we're live at Buff Brew right now. If I were to play You Got to Know right now on on the microphone, will you give the starting lineup?
2: Here's the bit. I would do it, but there's a problem. Okay. There are about 40 people in front of us here. <laughs> that are like, what the hell is this guy doing? First of all, of those 40 people in front of us, 20 of them were not alive when I did the PA back then. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: true. It's this very true, true, very true, very true. Okay, Maybe right.
2: 25%, to be honest So with. let's go with. Uh, uh, uh dr- will go to the 95 lineup. That's Kenny, Drexler, Okay. Mario, who are we going to power forward? Chucky Brown? You Chuckie started? W- started oh, Robert Ory? Ory. Robert, Robert Ory, Ory, Ory yes. Was it was Robert Ory. Ory. And then Elijah Wan. And Elijah Wan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll do it, but again, what I want you to do <laughs> is I want you to see the reaction of the people. Can we get the cameraman to move to the, over there to the side? <laughs> tell, that, can, can we, we get the cameraman? People, like, <laughs> what is this strange bald man doing? You are not strange. You are a oh, legend. There is. If I walk back there and say, hi, I'm Matt Thomas, they would say, hi, Matt, what do you do? <laughs> well, I'll gladly talk you up. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, so whenever you, I'll do it whenever you're all ready. Oh, start it again. Start it again. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Okay, now we got two people turning we got our We Matt, yeah. Start, start again. <laughs> I
0: got it. I got I got All right, Houston! On your feet and prepare for a Rockets Left Off! <laughs> At guard 6 3 from North Carolina, number 30, Cody Smith! Three other guards 6 7 from the University of Houston, number 22. Line, the glide, Drexler! Oh, oh. And one four six five forward, for American International, number 17, yes. Merrill Alley! LA. <laughs> the other forward, 6'10", from Alabama, number 25, Robert Ory. And the center, 7'0", from the oh. University Houston, the dream, number 34,
2: Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in a dream? Is this really happening? Oh, my God. I got to see it live. I'm just happy that 50 years old, I remember the lineups. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, we see, I, I was
2: 23 we... years old at the time. You had wow. half of the room
3: applauding.
2: Half, not the whole.
3: Okay, I'm sorry. I need the whole room. We're not at the summit. That's true. This is true, yeah, yeah. You got half of of Buff Brew going nuts over here. I did, I did. And and I did it too, and I appreciate it, Matt. But that was awesome. I I really appreciate you doing it. Let's get ready to go home here with the last bit of questions. Look, there's a lot of storylines happening this season with the Rockets. We have, you know, KPJ is going to be the long-term point guard of this team. Jabari, we're looking for him to shine his rookie year. Is he going to make the leap as a starting center? Is Jalen Green going to average 20 to 25 points? What are we looking forward to the most, uh, for this season? There are so many things,
2: two things. What's happy like playing as a starter? Yes. Can he defend the five?
1: Can he stay on the floor?
2: Can he stay on the floor? Mm-hmm. Yep. Will his three point shot be better? Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. It was about
2: what, 25% give or take. Yeah. Last year? We can
1: get him to like about Maybe 30, it'd be low a 30. So it's Absolutely. Yeah.
2: The number one thing for me, how big of a star is Jalen green in year two? Ooh. I mean, when I speak of that, I'm talking about, yeah. All star? Mm-hmm. Is he or is when we go to a Memphis or Milwaukee or we go to a game in Minnesota, do they say Jalen Green and the Houston Rockets? Or do they say just the Houston Rockets? I can't wait to find out mm-hmm. how big of a star he is because as you guys know, his eyelids hit the basket all the time. Yep. He can leap. He's so ridiculously athletic. It's insane. I want him to be on commercials. Yes. I want him to be seen on highlight videos. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. Make ESPN. Make, make the yeah. national Top coverage. Top 10
2: plays every night. Absolutely. Yep. I want my I radio call to be on those plays so I can <laughs> get <it. laughs> there. You go. There, you go. there you go. There you go. I'm totally be selfish. Because <laughs> like, Craig's like, wait a minute. I should be on it. My, my TV calls are good too. Like, yeah, Craig, I know. You get all the love. I get no love on radio. <laughs> so that's what I would say. To me, KPJ, whether he takes the next step is a given. Okay. This uh, team will not be any better if he's not better. Mm. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I have minimal expectations for the rookies. Although, again, when you're the third pick in the NBA draft, you do have expectations. It so, comes with every I'm time. not going every to put time. any more on him than he hasn't placed already on himself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the star power is for Jalen Green.
3: And me too. I want to see I want to see what's going to happen. The, the belief is like you don't need to hit the ground running with some of these players, but I believe that at least maybe in Jalen's mind, maybe he feels like he has to hit the ground running because this is year two. And I Absolutely. think he wants to put his stamp. Like now, especially from what we're seeing. And he's he's made his presence known and especially towards the end of last season, is it going to carry? But yeah, I'm interested in that and KPJ especially. He's gonna be the engine that runs the offense. I mm-hmm. wanna see how he's gonna operate. I wanna see if the assist to turnover ratio is gonna, you know, can can trend upwards obviously i want to make sure that he's capable of leading the offense that silas is putting forth in front of him because the john wall factor isn't there there's certain factors that aren't here anymore and and the keys to the kingdom are now fully in jalen green and kpj's hands now how they're going to lead it is going to be incumbent upon how they're going to react in certain plays, certain situations, mm-hmm. certain games when things don't go your way. That's what I loved about the 2017, 2018 Rockets, Were backtracking, their ability to stay steadfast, their ability to own the battle of attrition was what my brother
1: would always, always say. Always, always, always about that. It's how do, you, how do you react when times are going bad? And that's what I kind of want to see from this team, because you know, we did see a lot of bad body language in terms of the team when things were going terribly wrong. But with all of that being said, you know, Like, Matt, just to hop on a little bit of what you said, especially with Alperen Sengun, he is someone that I'm really looking forward to seeing this year. Um, We've seen, I haven't watched any of the games, of the national games with Turkey, but he has looked very, very good, and he looks ready and prepared to be the starting center for these Houston Rockets. Um, He's made great, great plays, and I'm just curious to see how that will translate to us during the regular season. Kevin Porter Jr., obviously, big, big year. There's so much that rides with how his performance is this year. And like Kenny stated, I do want to see his turnovers go down. That is the biggest goal for me in terms of of it all, is just making sure that his turnovers go down, making correct decisions, and just being being able to be a leader on the floor for these guys. He actually low-key is probably one of the more experienced guys on this team he's reached year four of his professional career and that's where we should really see a lot of these leaps for jalen green i'm hoping that possibly he does make that all-star jump this year but he is certainly trending in the right direction we saw how he closed the season last year with a 40-point performance against the hawks and if he can somehow apply that into being more efficient and consistent in terms of being the number one scorer for your houston rockets this team can explode. So overall, I am very excited whether or not the win loss record reflects that doesn't matter to me. It's progression. And for me, I'm just so excited to see those three guys go out there and
3: progress in their careers. Absolutely, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen in, in terms of that. I'm very excited. Uh, let's get ready to go home. On a you want let's play a quick game. Actually, I just want to do one. I, just I love wanna, games. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, you did a you did you did play a game with a uh, Silas uh, to end the show. So yeah, I let, me you about, from that. let me
2: tell you about what he does. Uh, three or four times a year, we're on the road. I don't, I don't think I'm talking out of school here. He'll get all of us together, the whole traveling party. Okay, and we will uh, set up in groups where he will say, name the 10 most populous countries in the world. Hmm. And we get a point for every one of the countries we get. Okay, But if we put them in the right order, we get two points. Wow. So one year, and it's some sports, it's some music, it's some pop culture. Like they asked, one question was, who are the 10 most uh, successful hip-hop reporters. I'm like, I got to say out of this one, I have <laughs> right. yeah, things far right. away from that yeah, it's yeah, above yeah, my yeah. Yeah. pass on that one, <laughs> but it's all different categories. And we come up in teams. Uh, the first time we did it, I won. So then the second time we did it, they're all trying to get on my team. And I'm like, I don't know everything, but I just like trivia. Of course. Of course. So he's the host of this. I wanted to be the host of it next year when we go on the road so he's like no it's my bit. i'm like okay you can have it uh but it's a great way for us to kind of bond it's it's equipment managers it's mis- mm. it's the massage therapists it's the players that's awesome assistant coaches it's the broadcasters it's kind of we do it three or four times a year. we have dinner it's a really nice experience so i threw some things at him and so it's it good so that,
3: so it came from that the idea of that right. came oh that's cool yeah okay okay plus so- i
2: think always in sports radio you throw flash a bunch of flash questions somebody they don't have the time to think about it you gotta there you th- go it's true it's true so kinda fire away and i'll be ready to go
3: okay well you said you're a wrestling fan correct i am okay well let's let's do some wrestling related questions i'm gonna say one wrestler and you're gonna tell me an nba player that best compares to said wrestler but well, we, we need you to can figure, figure out it. what's the best era for yeah. matt which, Okay. No, no, no i already got it i already know
2: let me be honest i stopped watching tell me when you when stopped cena left okay now, That's I'm not fine. the biggest Cena guy, but Cena was a showman. Oh, for um, yeah, absolutely.
3: Carried the banner. I, to so the let me tell
2: you the last WWE I watched on a regular basis. Cena, early Seth Rollins. CM Punk. Uh, CM, love CM Punk. Thank you. Thank love you. Thank you. And I'm not trying to be sexist here. The Divas do nothing for me.
3: Well, they were divas. Now they're they're not. Yeah, they're actually whatever they are. Whatever they were at the
2: time. They 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 all look the same. They were
3: the divas division. There's
2: no originality. (laughs) They wear the same outfits. They're just not interesting to me at all. So I'm Cena. I'm once a year Rock. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> once a year taker <laughs> anytime Vicky Guerrero's on the mic I'm watching oh man she's the, gold the mic for me gold. Is, is as important if not better than the wrestling itself of course okay well let's see let's see what we got here I'm gonna throw a name but my, my favorite wrestling of all time I grew up watching yeah. mid south and going to sam houston coliseum Mid-South. on fridays wow. yeah big wow. mid south guy you're a mid south wow. guy that's probably way way ahead of your people's time that's no that's but if you go to youtube uh-huh. you get up some mid rest mid south wrestling you would be like it's the best wrestling ever absolutely <laughs> that's like oh big jim Cornette fan i, I listen jim to his podcast all the time great i send him questions all the time he never reads them <laughs>
3: Why aren't you reading, why aren't you reading Matt breaking. Thomas's... It is heart no, heartbreaking. No, come on, come breaking,
2: on. Man. Big Midnight Express fan. Come
3: on, that's a Jim Crockett promotion, right? Yeah, South. right, right. See, okay, see, well, I... I was, well, a little they, bit. They, it was. They
2: meshed yes. into it, yeah.
3: Exactly, okay, okay. So I'm going to throw a name, and you tell me the best NBA player that best uh, compares to that player. Um, right out the gate, he just wrestled this past WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who's the trash talker? Who's the one that brings it, but the best player of our era, or
2: a certain era? Best trash talker in the NBA is Chris Paul oh man okay um steven Silas told us that he will make a basket he will turn around and make sure every single member of the bench heard it
3: (laughs) wow
2: and i love that oh yeah that's right no he did say that yeah yeah yeah, he did he Uh didn't mention that okay and i when i was in the pa when i was on the floor he was good draymond green is a terrific uh trash talker too oh uh, yeah i mean i like to think that but he also see draymond green is a heel because He's a trash talker, and then he gets the illegal foreign object out. There you go. <laughs> he's, there. The he's, the like, he's like chair shot. He yeah. has Ric Flair. The chair
3: shot when the refs are turned. That's what, that's typically what he does. Okay. Okay. So Stone Cold's Chris Paul. I like that. Yeah. Okay. The immortal Hulk Hogan. Oh.
2: I mean, I have the name in mind. Way more sizzle than steak. Uh, was a huge fan favorite, then turned on his fans, and now loves the fans again. Okay. wow uh red white and blue <laughs> long time champion yeah
3: carried a whole carried in a whole era of wrestling lebron yeah i was thinking lebron i am i am not
1: opposed to that answer
2: because lebron say what you will is beloved by so many beloved by but actually more lebron is more like john cena but lebron can be the bad guy sometimes Yes. John Cena has never made a heel turn. So John Cena heel. is more like Steph Curry. There you go.
1: That that's a very, very fair comparison. Even though Rockets fans may disagree about the you face side of Steph I was, Curry.
3: Well, at first, th- when you said Sizzled and Steak, I was like, oh, I can't compare him to MJ. I was like, yeah. <laughs> You said more sizzled and steak. So I was like, okay, no, you're right. Hulk Hogan was not a great wrestler. No,
2: Hulk would be the first take wasn't a great wrestler. Yeah. He was yeah, just yeah. he knew what to do. Yeah. Yep. No, 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 he Give you yeah. fifteen minutes. Where Ric Flair would go sixty and not think twice about it. Exactly. Oh, then you totally just spoiled the next one. I was gonna say, who's
3: the Nature Boy? Who is? Woo! Ric Flair, <laughs> the goat. He's like the goat in a lot of in a lot of people. Back lot of and forth, lines.
2: loved and hated. Enjoyed being hated more than he loved. Absolutely. Ne- always gave you a great effort. Yes, Very never, true. ever, ever mailed it in. Sold. Sold like a boss. That's what he but does. But you hate him. <laughs> wow. But you what gotta you respect him. You gotta him. respect
3: him. That's the that's the turn.
2: But see, to me, Rick's the greatest ever. Yeah. So that puts I mean, it in rarefied air. It does. What is about Rick Flair? Yeah. Um, this guy is not the greatest ever. Not even close. But Trey Young will give you a full game. Oh. <laughs> His trash talk game. Trey is on Young point. will let you Especially hear it, it. Him and, and he'll team. let you hear it too. We don't. I would have put Trey Young in that trash talking category, but we only see him twice a year, so it's not like I. Did saw you it. see
3: he appeared on MSG on Raw like like a year ago or something like that, or like uh like six months ago? He, he walked he out was, to a
1: chorus of booze. Yeah, it, and, it was beautiful. In Madison yeah. Square Garden, beautiful. like
3: they knew what he was doing at that point. So obviously, he already has the wrestler mindset in mind. Yeah. Okay. Who is, What about The Rock? Beloved by many. Beloved by many. We went to the entertainment biz right after. I have one in mind. I think she for me it'd be Shaquille O'Neal.
2: Oh, you went old school.
3: Yeah, um,
2: I go Shaq. Shaq's more like Kamala. <laughs> no! Wow! Just, I, just, I, just I hit him like, have have that next, just hit his belly his his lady, a bunch of Shaq times. Have
3: to moon belly me?
2: Come uh, on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq's better than Kamala. Yeah, I was gonna say um, he's a he's not a mid Carter. Kamala was not mid-card. What are you talking was about? Him? Him for a little bit. As a kid, I was scared of Kamala. <laughs> I was scared, scared of his manager, Skandar Akbar, too. <laughs> I was
3: scared of Undertaker.
2: Um, who is The Rock?
1: We're talking about current players. <sighs> There's so many. If we go current. I feel like, no, not so many, sorry. There's a select few I feel like that would be worthy of said response. You know, someone who's super charming to the crowd, who can pretty much have the crowd at the palm of their hands, and basically ride that wave.
2: I'll go, I'll, i Here we go. This, this is a bad one. I'll go Nikola Jokic. The guy is so beloved in Denver. He wakes up with a triple-double in his hands. Yeah.
3: And he performs. Constant He's performer, performer. performer. But Constant he doesn't smack performer.
2: talk. I was trying to think of a smack talk angle. Nikola doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the Rock from hat. a smack talk standpoint, uh... Devin Booker, maybe. I don't know. Um, that's hard. that's that was, relatable. You know, out of relatable. all the
3: wrestlers I, I had in mind, I was like, The Rock was probably going to be the toughest. But
2: I had to see, Again, out I think it. they're two different animals. Who are they in the mic and who are they in the ring? Mm. Touche. Undertaker. That's one for you. Yeah. Doesn't talk much. Now, Jokic is just more of an Undertaker type. Well, I could see that. Absolutely. I was going to say, well, say Kawhi
3: Leonard was going to be more or less a taker.
2: Hey, Doesn't man. talk stoic. much at all.
1: Stoic face. Just stoic just goes in there does his business Matt
2: doesn't home. look like he's in agreement with me Problem is he's always hurt <laughs> yeah Undertaker had a streak you Did can't you be you, 20
3: was it 20 whatever it was yeah yeah I was like 20 something and know all right
2: uh Shaq is Brock Lesnar by the way
3: yes okay thank you that, that that's about fair that's fair. Shaq yeah, is that's Brock fair. yeah I, I can live with that okay all right go home here on the on the last wrestler that you you had already answered it so i don't even want to go with well you said seen you said cena's steph curry which i thought was a perfect yes, comparison for sure okay who's the macho man the macho man one of the greatest of all time yeah um and he can do he can do it all he's underrated okay he can i'm do gonna it say all. this i'm gonna say this
0: yeah
2: because
3: who did you compare hulk Ra- i go what? i go randy orton oh wait no 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 wait wait we're talking no wait, we're In talking. About oh, Randy. Like, or- oh, uh, Orton too.
2: Randy Orton too.
3: Oh, Randy Orton is my current day macho. Draymond Marker. Green. Ah, oh, there Randy it Orton. is. There it is. Yeah,
1: I, w- I would put macho with Clay. Be completely transparent. That's just me, though. Who'd you say, Clay Thompson? Yeah, because he's the second wing. He's o- he will always be oh, underrated. Under, He, under was, he always was always second Hogan. to Hulk. Second yep. to Hulk. And Clay, yeah, he, he has a lot of greatness. Wow, to him. Yeah. great He comparison. will always be yeah. vastly
3: underrated because of his teammate. Yep. But Hulk, yeah, and Hulk needed macho for sure. They had rivalry. They were they perfect foils, right? What is it? What was their name? What was their uh, the, the the mega powers?
1: Yes, the mega powers the mega, collided
3: The mega powers. So, I got one
1: for you. Okay, go. Ultimate ahead. warrior.
2: Oh, <laughs> complete sizzle and no <laughs> stick Complete
3: sizzle. Oh man.
1: So that, think about
2: Patrick so, Beverly. Oh, oh wow. wow, Pat Bev's my guy too. <laughs> know, I that love Pat Bev. I love Pat Bez, But that, that that I'm sorry that. that that hits. Hey, but Pat ben. Play drop. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize.
3: But but, but Pat
2: but, if you're listening.
3: Hey it was me. It was me. But Pat Beverly but Pat Beverly did care like Pat Beverly carries playoff teams just like Ultimate Warrior did carry a generation. He did.
2: I apologize.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Obviously, Pat, Thomas of the Pat He doesn't need to get any real estate anytime soon. That guy's been moving around all the time. Yeah, I know
1: he'll be the well, next Jim in, Jackson where he'll have like 20 teams. He's in Utah. Right? Utah
2: he's yeah. talk early. part of okay. that uh, deal with Gobert. Are we expecting yep. a release yep. or is
3: he going to stay? As far as you know, I think he'll
1: get bought out personally, but that's yeah. just all. Conjecture. I can't envision
2: him in Utah, especially yeah. I mean, yeah. if they don't want to win. If they move, exactly. if they move Mitchell, exactly. they have, they're going to go to the rebuild.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well,
2: I guess that's gonna go ahead and conclude this game
3: and go ahead and conclude our episode. Let's go ahead and go home here. Matt Thomas at the Summit. Matt, we appreciate you so much. Matt, tell the people where they can find you on Twitter or where they can listen to you.
2: All right, on Twitter at SportsMT, the Matt Thomas Show, noon until three, Sports Talk 790. Mm -hmm. You're home
3: for the Rockets. Of course, Rockets Radio starts in October. I'm so excited to get it out there. And I wanna end it too on a special shout out and happy birthday to Don Knock, who is to my left. I don't think he can hear me. Happy birthday, Don. Yeah. yeah! It's his birthday. Happy birthday. And we appreciate it. I appreciate you for coming on our show, for sure. our live show. We appreciate Appreciate you, GM. Yeah, and, uh, thank you
1: to Buff Brew for having us. We really appreciate you guys allowing us the opportunity to be here and do this. Uh, thank you guys so much for anyone, everyone here, too, as well. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Sorry if we bothered you. We hope you enjoy your brunch. Yeah. Get some drinks. Enjoy yourself. And have a safe Sunday, guys. Appreciate y'all.
0: Thank you. The Summit.